Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now is the executive director of the Financial Modeling Institute. It is none other than Ian Schnorr. Ian, your website is fminstitute.com, and I'm grateful to have you here today. Josh, it's a thrill to be here. Thanks for having me. For sure. Give us an overview. What does the Financial Modeling Institute do? Well, uh, that's an excellent question. I mean, I will tell you that we started at about five years ago. Uh, it's an accreditation body, an accreditation organization. And taking a step back, one of the most critical skills for all businesses, accounting professionals, finance professionals, but more than that, for all business owners is to try to understand what the future looks like. And having some sense for the future of your business means you've got a financial forecast, a financial mm. model. So 20 years ago, I started a different business that is involved in training people to build financial models. But financial modeling has become a discipline that is really required, uh, but there's no validation. It's a bit of the Wild West still. So the FMI, think of the FMI like um, CPA for accountants or the CFA Institute. We are out at the FM Institute, the Financial Modeling Institute, to validate and prove that people have strong financial modeling skills, which will allow them to then build really robust dynamic forecasts of their business. Yeah. And, and why is this so badly needed? In other words, what kind of <laughs> trauma would happen in the marketplace if, if and because I'm going to get to why SMBs should start thinking about this earlier yes. in, in, the, in their business. But, but let's just bigger picture, uh, you know, so let's say more on the, the M's. Uh, side of you know the what would happen if companies at that size were not thinking in terms of you know modeling well so a lot of companies model they don't they don't even realize that i mean modeling is just a fancy term for building a forecast and you've worked with thousands and seen thousands of businesses i'm sure one of the most critical tools that any business can have is a tool that allows them to think about their business and what the future could look like. And why is it so critical? Because models slash forecasts are used to make every single critical financial decision for the business. If a business wants to make some critical operating decisions or financing decisions or investment decisions, every major decision made these days by businesses ought to be based on the back of a strong financial forecast, a financial model. And so it's critical that businesses, it doesn't matter if you're a startup, a small business, a medium business, large, having some sense and some visibility is absolutely critical to allow companies to make the right and the most optimal decisions. Yeah. And, and Ian, what types of clients do you typically work with? Like who hires FM Institute? Well, because Financial Modeling Institute is an accreditation organization, we are 
it is a, there is a whole uh, there is a whole massive category of professionals that need these skills. So business owners ought to know how to build a forecast of their business. But then there are thousands and millions of practitioners like accountants and bankers that need to help companies with their own forecasting. So we have individuals sign. So we offer exams. We offer very rigorous, challenging exams that prove that people have strong financial modeling skills. And, and our, when you sign up for a, one of our exams, you get access to uh, robust, rigorous training materials to help you learn, to prepare, to build a strong model. We get a lot of individuals all over the world. Um, our exams are now offered virtually because of COVID. Mm -hmm. It used to be in person. So we get people all over the world signing up for our exams. But we have some large organizations like for instance, PwC, one of the largest accounting firms yeah. in the world, they put their own people through our exams to make because <laughs> they want to make sure, yeah, they want to make sure that their people can interact and speak with their clients, with their corporate clients. And they want to know that their people have strong forecasting and modeling skills. So we are, you know, we're still relatively young, but we are seeing more and more people all over the world want to prove that they have strong forecasting skills. Yeah. So I'm really curious because a lot of consultants, B2B service providers, agency owners uh, listen to the show. And so um, tell me about, because uh, I know you work with training providers and, and, and who would be some of the use cases? Like maybe just kind of give me a laundry list of like everyone that is receiving uh, certificate or accreditation. Yeah, sure. Accreditation. Well, listen, I mean, think of it this way. Uh, there is a huge range of people that need to help companies build forecasts of their business. You could be a, 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 their accountant. You could be the credit banker. You might be an investment banker. You might be a private equity investor. You might be working at a company yourself. You might be, you might be working at a company and responsible for the annual operating plan, the, 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 the planning and analysis. You might be on the planning analysis team of a fund, of a, large, of a company, a small company. It doesn't matter. You might be working in venture capital with small businesses and trying to help think through mm. what their operating plans look like. So we get people in all walks of business and finance wanting to certify their skills so that people realize that they have excellent because all critical discussions, all critical discussions about the future of any business revolve around the forecast. If you brought me in to speak with one of your CEO client, a CEO client of a small or medium business, I would be talking to them in a way that would eventually allow us to build a forecast. I would want to know what does your revenue profile look like? What markets are you selling in? And what kind of volumes are you achieving? What's your price point like? Is that going to change? I'm trying to understand the dynamic. What kind of cost do you have? What, what kind of, what's your cost structure? Are you seeing increases in prices that, that are going to hurt your business going forward? And on and on. And once we understand, that's what modeling does. It allows you to really dive in and understand mm. all the dynamics of a business so that you can make optimal planning and operating decisions. Yeah. All right. At what point should a small business start thinking much more, uh, you know, uh, you know, about making decisions based on numbers and, yeah. you know, the, 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 the story that yeah. numbers tell, even at the earlier stages here, yeah. uh, as opposed to, I don't know, what are, Founders making decisions with uh, a magic eight ball, some Smurf berries in their uh, gut, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, you'll hear. First of all, I love the word that you just used. We really believe, and I'm a big passionate believer that a good spreadsheet tool, people often are scared of spreadsheets. Non-spreadsheet users are often scared of spreadsheets and they often want to stay away. But um, 
our strong belief, my belief is that a good spreadsheet, a good forecast needs to tell a story. You need to use it to communicate the story of that particular business. Mm -hmm. And it's never too early. It is never, never too early because all key decisions ought to be based on um, some sense. So example, if you and I decided to start a gym together in, yeah. in Orlando, there were, let's say you just identified a need for a new gym and you wanted me to invest in your gym. Okay, well, I could give you a million bucks, but I'd like to understand first... <laughs> Um, you know, I'd like to understand why do you think this gym is going to succeed and what kind of, where's your, where's your market and how much, how many people are you going to put through and what do you think you're going to charge them? And what do you think your costs are going to look like? And are you going to make money? Um, and, and so if we have a strong forecast, you'll be able to say to me or other prospective investors, here's why this is a great opportunity. Um, I expect to have revenues of this costs of this. It's, it's in my forecast. We might not hit it. Let me be clear. A model is not a crystal ball. It does not exactly tell me what the future is going to be, but it allows me to say, if, if this happens, if you're right, Josh, if this happens, what will our cash flow look like? What will the future, what will the profitability look like? And if we're wrong, what can we, what changes can we make, et cetera? That's what we're trying to do is give ourselves an ability to make good decisions with good insight. Yeah. Um, and, and in terms of like accreditation, is that what's, how long does it take? Uh, you know, what kind of, how, how do you structure the investment toward accreditation? How does that, you know, kind of the fulfillment side of it work? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, um, the answer is it depends. How long does it take for someone to achieve? So we have three levels of accreditation. We actually just launched a foundations program. The foundations program is a gentle on-ramp and you can see all this on our website. The foundations program is about 10 hours. We ask people, oh. and, and in the foundations program, people are coming away and they're not strong modelers, but they have a lot right. of, they've learned a lot of knowledge. They've learned about what models should do. So you would really understand how a good spreadsheet model should be built, what wow. it looks like, what it feels like. That's watching, you know, eight hours of video content and then taking yeah. notes and getting through some questions, gentle, you know, multiple choice questions. But the first real level of accreditation is our level one advanced financial modeler, AFM. Depending on people's backgrounds in modeling, that mm -hmm. can take anywhere from you know 50 to 100 hours because it's a lot of practice. It's, it's really repetitions and practice and getting very, very strong in, in this skill. Modeling is a discipline. It's a skill. It's not rocket science. Anyone can learn it, but you have to invest time. Right. It's like playing an it's like playing piano or golf or, 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 or guitar. Anyone can do it, but you need to put in the time to kind of get to a point where you're good at it. You can't just watch videos and expect you're going to be good at playing piano. So uh, <laughs> that's the same. That's the same idea. A modeling yeah. is not that difficult to understand, but it can take a lot of time to get really good at it by practicing. And then it's a skill that stays with you forever. So, yeah, that's the range uh, in our level one accreditation, sort of 50 to 100 hours. But when people get that, they have phenomenal financial modeling skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and I'm thinking, um, I don't know if you know of any founders that say, well, you know, listen, I'm more of the, you know, kind of a SMB, you know, founder CEO here, uh, but I feel like I should have the basic survival skills. Uh, you know, I could see that being a, uh, a really smart play. And think about this. What if every founder had these basic modeling survival skills, yes. you know, how that could potentially impact the economy, you know, the, the yeah. market, uh, because again, um, Listen, it, it's really 
easy to make decisions based on perception. But yeah. but numbers, well, let me ask you this. Um, when, you know, do you see, and in which cases do you see where there might be a disparity between gut reaction on how things are going and where we're going and where this company's headed versus the story that numbers can tell when you really start, you know, kind of laying out some of these models? You know, it's an excellent question. I would say that the the global economy has changed a lot in the last, you know, 10 years. And, and the economy, large companies have become much more scientifically data-driven, mm. right? Because everything is driven through the internet these days and yep. everything is driven. We have so much information at our fingertips that we never had before. In the old days, you'd go to the, the mall and you'd buy something and they never knew who you were as a cut. You'd pay cash. Nobody knew who you were. They didn't know your profile. But now everything is so trackable. Everyone buys things through their social media. Everyone, you can understand as a company who's exactly buying your company and what it, your product and what it takes to sell your product. And large businesses are making very data-oriented, data-driven decisions. Yeah. And small companies do not need to be any different. So making gut decisions, I got to tell you, seems to be more of a relic of the past. And it's going to continue to be that way because wow. we have so much information available. And, and to the us. tools are better, I would hold, yeah. right, than ever before. All you need is Google Analytics and you're tracking your website and you're, however you're selling your product, you all businesses have so much more access than you ever did. And it's not expensive and it's not difficult. Um, you just need someone to help you get insight. And it might just be like a Google Analytics or something to help you understand who's your customer. How are they finding you? Where are they buying? And how do you want to reach them and target them? But yes, having insight through a forecast is very important. I have seen a lot of gut-based decisions that feel right be completely wrong, make no sense, um, because you had a you had a gut sense of something, but the data said something completely, you know, different. You know, in the example of your gym, you you might tell me you've got a great idea, but if we ran some numbers, we might say, Josh, you could have full capacity at that gym every single day, and it's going to lose money. So we can't do this. And you might say, oh, yeah, right. Shoot, that doesn't make sense. I'm going to have to change the way I think about this, this gym, right? So, yeah, absolutely. We need to be prepared with a strong forecast to understand the dynamics of our company. Yeah. Hey, um, and so let's say that there's someone that's listening. They're like, well, look, I, I, cool. I don't, I don't want to take a course, um, yeah. but I would love to hire somebody, right. you, know, and, and, uh, you know, a consultant, analyst, just someone who can... Yes. You know, because we're doing basic bookkeeping, we're doing our taxes, sure. but they're not, you know, they're, they're not at the, you know, the modeling level. Um, sure. You know, we're, we're trying to keep everything clean and stay ahead, blah, blah, blah. Um, how do you hire someone that, that could potentially help you um, derive you know, some, 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 and again, I've, if it sounds like I'm talking out of my uh, league, I am, um, but uh, you know, just someone that can help with the models that are going to be valuable. Of course. First of all, you, you mentioned an interest, some interesting words often, you know, small businesses and I've spoken to me, they'll say, well, we do our bookkeeping and we've got a bookkeeper and, and we prepare our taxes and we pay our tax. That's true. That's called accounting. That is back. Well, the, the, I, I like to distinguish the difference between accounting and finance is that accounting is for the most part backwards looking. You're mm -hmm. managing and measuring what happened in the past and you're paying your taxes and you're paying your bills. Whereas finance is all about thinking about the future. So you need to find someone who has experience. Now this might be your accountant or someone at that accounting firm who has experience 
helping companies think through the future and planning for the future. But they need to have usually some experience with modeling and building forecasts and um, great spreadsheet skills. It doesn't need to be someone who has achieved our designation. One day, we one day we hope and expect that there will be you know millions of people who can prove because they've taken our accreditations that they've got the skills. But right now, you know, you just want to ask good questions. You want to, you want, and by the way, for some of your CEOs who are, might be listening, who do not want to become uh, an expert financial model, yeah. I get, I get that. Yeah. That's, however, even if they, you know, even if they were looking at say our foundations program or watching some of the videos, that would give them an appreciation for what's possible. Mm. That would tell them what they would say, wow, I want that. They would say, that's what a model could look like. Yep. I want that for my business. That's what we need for our company. And then they could find you know, a young student or someone who's junior and say, you need to build me something like this for my mm. company because this I didn't know this is even possible. And this is what we need to help us think about a forecast for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you end up being a much better consumer. All right. So someone's listening. They go to fminstitute.com. What do they click on? What should they do if they're like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I want to learn a little bit more. <laughs> well, absolutely. If someone is interested, they can, first of all, just scroll through and take a read. If they go through the website, it's a pretty, pretty simple website to navigate, but they can find very quickly in the website. They can find on the website in our, um, the get accredited under the get accredited tab. They can see the different levels, our foundations mm -hmm. level, our, our AFM, and just go to each of those tabs. You can you can sign up. Uh, we actually have a discount uh, pr price going on right now for our foundations program. It's pretty, the foundations program is, is inexpensive. It's normally $200. It's only 135 right now uh, as a promotion, but it is, um, it's a great resource to help people understand the art of the possibility. What's mm. possible with a good forecast and what can that, I think a lot of CEOs would say, wow, that would be transformative for my business if I could have something like that. And that will then, knowledge is half the battle. Then they can go, to, to find someone that could help build that for them. Awesome. Ian Schnorr, you've got a ton of followers on LinkedIn uh, and you are the, uh, again, the executive director of the Financial Modeling Institute, FMI website, fminstitute.com. Ian, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, been thrilled to be here. Thanks so much and look forward to being in touch. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, 
seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.